Hello, and welcome to the Bit Effects Retro Rewind. Uh, my name is Michael Ludwig. This week, the choice of game will be um, The Story of Four, aka Beyond Oasis in, in the Americas. And joining me on this episode are Dave. Yo! Craig. Yo! <laughs> and Luke. Hi. So this week, we'll be discussing The Story of Four, also known as Beyond Oasis. Um, this is a game developed by uh, Ancient Software and published by Sega for the Mega Drive, aka Genesis, back in uh, 94 to 95 across uh, Japan, Europe, and North America, with all, all different names spanning the globe. Now, um, Beyond Oasis is known to be a game from Yuzo Koshiro in, in a in a predominant way, in that he, he made the music here. Um, so this is a top-down, sort of very sprite-heavy, uh, somewhat Legend of Zelda, but beat-em-up style game, with, with some puzzles, some spells, and a lot of fighting. So, um, how do you guys come across this, uh, Dave? Well, uh, the first time I came across it was in the Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection. Uh, I grabbed it on the 360. And to be honest, before that, I'd never really taken notice of it. So, you know, after a little while, I popped it in, played it, and, well, you'll find out what we think. Yeah, I, I first came across this game a couple of weeks ago when you mentioned it. And after <laughs> frantically Googling the story of four and not finding anything, that's that's when we, we hit upon Beyond Oasis. So, yeah, that's brand new to me completely, not I, uh... I couldn't think of where I'd seen it before, and I think I must have got the same uh, collection that David got and played it for about five minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. I I actually came across this game originally when it first was first released. Um, I picked it up, I think, from the rental shop. Um, I'm not sure what attracted me to it because the name sounded absolutely garish. It sounded like one of those terrible names for a game, but you know, with with other things flying around like uh, uh, let me think there are quite a lot of Super Nintendo titles with, with terrible terrible names but actually turn out to be good games uh, Light Crusader I think being one of them and yeah yeah 4 itself I, I picked this up I, I took it home and played it straight away and yeah that's that's pretty much how I came across it just a random rental from the, uh, the game shop I, I will say I think Beyond Oasis is a much better title than the story of yeah. 4 yeah yeah <laughs> Especially since it's about a guy named Ali. Thoroughly confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when will these jokes end? (laughs) Never. Never. And yeah, oddly enough, the the actual Japanese title for the game is The Story of Four, Heir of the Light, which is a a little bit of a spin on the the European one of Story of Four, Successor of the Light. So so who's Thor in this game? I'm not entirely sure. He's the the (laughs) owner of the gold bracelet at the start. Is he really? I yeah. I noticed it. Yeah, I thought that was. But it. it's not. It's not his story. How dare they lie to yeah. us? Hmm. It's Ali's it's story. The story of Thor's bracelet. Yeah, that's a little better. 
Yeah. So to, to quote the plot of this game, you take the role of uh, Prince Ali, who found this armlet. The armlet has some sort of background which is all mysterious. And I mean, like at the start, you've got the king saying, uh, you know, what's what's happened? How did you come across this? Uh, did you did you retrieve the amulet? And then it, it sort of allows you to summon these spirits in the game. So he, he's traveling across across the whole of Oasis in this case, uh, collecting all of these these spirits to enable him to get the you know like like the power ups from Zelda games pretty much, but also with a bit of a bit of a battle edge to them. And yeah, yeah, I don't know where the story is really coming from to be honest. I think it's just something, some sort of filler. If you've got all that fighting going on, you need something to supplement it. In this case, I think I think the story does just that. But did you guys get any sort of impressions from the intro? I mean, I, I thought it was quite a quite a well animated intro, but it didn't really sort of resonate with me to tell me what the game was actually going to be about. To be honest, uh, I thought the intro was great. You know, you know when, when you come to town and there's that stupid dog barking that you can't ever shut up. But you know, you continue on, and it's nice to see a little townspeople run away, and you have to go up and kill it. That's all great until that until you know. The story kicked in, and then my eyeballs kind of glazed over. I was like, "Whoa, I don't care." So, yeah. in in the gameplay element, I thought it was a bit of a success because you know you're thrown into this adventure just like he is. You have no idea what's going on. But once they actually tried to uh, use exposition, I, I don't think it clicked very well with me. Yeah, I I think I'm agree with Dave. I think like at the start, you you come across your I think he must be like your combat master. And it soon becomes apparent that all the NPCs in this game are just trying to push you towards your next objective. Like, the string attacks they give you doesn't seem to change unless it's for the story. And there's no there's no story building in what they're saying to you. So I, I kept on going back to the master thinking, oh, maybe he'll give me some tips or something. But it just was the same quest from the start. Take a right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go west. I thought the intro was all right. The animated intro was fine. After that, it didn't draw me in enough to pay much attention to what I was doing or what people were saying. I was just waiting to get to the guy, to get to the king, to tell me to go somewhere. And from from when those first few interactions took place, I stopped bothering and just went around kicking people and punching people. That was that was where I went with it. it became very combaty and less about yeah. the story. Yeah, I think that's a good point to bridge on to the actual gameplay itself. So, as you might have learnt straight away, there's kind of a, a trial and error sort of way, unless you're willing to do what no one ever does in video games, which is, when suggested, to go and look at the library, stand there, pressing the button, going through text, which <laughs> no one does, let's be honest no. here. So you Except might those weird Elder Scrolls from... people. Yeah. <laughs> you, may, you may have found found some moves straight away. What, what were the first uh, special moves you came across? I didn't figure out I could run until a wee bit into the game. And then when I found out you could, you know, just run and slashing, that was absolutely mm. fine. Um, and from that, you could eventually, if you tap forward three times and hit B, you do a kind of stabby, awesome thing. Came across oh, wow. some random, a completely random triple backflip. Had no mm. idea how I did it. I did it once, thought, how on earth did I I think it's, it's um, the if you get this, forward. It's yeah. forward, back, yeah. forward, BBB. Yeah, I forgot to BBB. And then from that, I found the sword flurry, which is a 360 motion on the D-pad, forward, back, forward, B, 
pause for half a second and then be again. Get <laughs> your sword flurry. At that point, so my you head exploded. <laughs> my head completely exploded. I tended to just run to a point where all the enemies on screen were in one bundle and then hit them all at once with a sword swipe and just keep on jump attacking them. Yeah, oddly enough, like a lot of Streets of Rage, Final Fight, what yeah. have you, Belt Scroller, strategies come into play here. Yeah. Like gather them all up, you hit them all at once. I found the 360 slash because I was like, there's got to be a, a 360 Zelda E thing here going on. I came across the run fairly early because, you know, his walk animation is weird. So I was like, all right, we got we to move a little faster here. And I came across, you know, if you just keep pounding B, you do like yeah. his version of 100 kicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that was actually the the move that inspired me to come back to this game because it's a uh, just feels so satisfying doing really light damage, but so many times and just kicking someone oh, yeah. off the edge of a screen. To be honest, I don't know. It's some something that really really pulled me back to the game. Just just remembering doing that little move. And I, the first time I played it, I don't even remember reading how to do that. I didn't realize you just mashed the button to get it done. But but you know, playing earlier today, I was uh oh, I was I was making sure I was doing that every single time. Not fail. There's a lot of depth to be hidden in this game, but I think as well as that, from gameplay perspective, there's also quite a few little little niggles in a way. Like, you know, if you're running straight on, you can clip the edge of a staircase and all of a sudden you look like an absolute idiot. And there can be a, a lot of strange collision stuff going on there. Um, are you on the right ground level? You know, are you, are you just going to miss a guy who's, whose attack's somehow a bit... Uh, wider than yours, and he's gonna he's gonna be attacking you from the side while you've got nothing to do in response. Are you gonna trick those water animations that try and push you out of the caves? There's there's a lot to hate about this game as well as love it, I presume. But mm-hmm. I actually found a lot of the time in the open in the overworld, running past most of the people that I could run a past run past. If anyone got in my way, I'd slash them, kill them, and keep on running. I didn't do a lot of fighting in the overworld that was all running and I found even that quite satisfying. There were my most hated niggle of the whole game is the um, walk speed upstairs or the run speed yeah. upstairs. Oh my goodness. And there's a bit where you get <laughs> you you're past the maybe past the cave temple and you're walking up a set of steps to get to the next the the it's a battle wall type thing. It's like a big castle wall that you have to run across. And the flight of stairs to get up there is, is about two screens long. I'm just like, no, please go quicker, please. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I was able to jump up stairways, but I, I don't know what exactly I was doing to do it. You know, I was just mashing button. Um, I have another niggling complaint. Can I can I tell you about that? Sure, knock stuff out. And that is, I hit in the volcano temple a point where I bust through a door. There were two enemies which I slashed, who both blew up, dropping bombs, which exploded, which pushed me back through the door, only to come back through the door and have them respawn. <laughs> and I did this four or five times before I thought, this this just isn't working for me. So I tried to take them out with a bow, which turns out it's the most useless weapon in the game. I, I'm, I'm a bowman. I'm an archer by trade when it comes to any games tend to <laughs> err on the side of bows and they were all awful here, apart here, from the sir. atomic bombo which was handy everything else was oh it was awful the swords did anyone have any thoughts on the the sword breaking <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that was that was possibly my biggest turn off of the game is um i quite enjoyed the combat 
very streets of ragey. Um, is that word streets of ragey? Uh, yeah, it's over now. I also noticed a lot of the sound effects from Streets of Rage were in the game. So if you did like the jump kick, that was uh, Axel's jump attack. If you used an item in the menu, that was uh, the picking up chicken noise. So um, it was quite cool. But yeah, my my biggest problem was the the consumable items. Like the the weapons had a durability of so many swings, and um, by yeah. default, that you only have a like a knife, I think. So your uh, attack range is quite small, and like you guys, I did a lot of running past enemies because they didn't seem to drop much. Um, occasionally, you would get a heart or a consumable like health or mana potion, but the hearts only seem to increase your HP by one. So I was like, this is kind of pointless when you're you start off a hundred. So yeah, like you guys, I I got so far and I was just like, I've run out of big weapons. I'm now against guys that are a lot bigger than me. They've got bigger hitboxes. And the only way I seem to be able to hit them with this knife is the run back and forth and slash technique, which I thought was a little bit cheap. I wanted to kind of get in there and see a bit more of the controls and stuff. So after I used all my swords the first time, I kind of saved them up. Probably isn't the right way to play it. That's exactly the way I Yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. kind of the opposite. I like the I like the weapon breaking. It had a, a, I like when games give you a very powerful item and then, you know, slap you on the wrist that don't use it. You'll be yeah, sorry. Yeah. Don't use it. I, I kind of like that. I only sprung it out either on bosses or, you know, those big ogre guys, just to knock them down real quick. Which, by the way, like a jump slash, jump slash is the best thing in this game ever. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah the- you can just plow through things. I um, I also seem to have a bit of a problem with, uh, so the characters can stand on three different levels. You'll get some that can fly, some that are at the same height as you, and some that are crouching, such as snakes. And I seem to yeah. have a problem with, um, I don't know if you guys find the zombies that you beat them up so much to the point where you oh, cut them yeah. in half, and then you just yeah. get the bottom. But by the time, to, to crouch and attack, you had to hold the jump button. And by the time I'd crouch, that monster had already knocked me over again. So I, I got stuck in a room with one of these things, and I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's actually one of my complaints, is, is that I would have been okay with the flying and the regular. Yeah. The crouching were annoying. Yeah, they were just annoying. The, yeah. Your flurry kick, what the every third kick hit, hit low, so I just used that all the time. Oh, the okay. So every third yeah, kick would take a snake. The same with the zombie guys. I didn't even realise there was a crouching attack apart from yeah, that. I I, at one point, honest. I think I was crouching using a bow to kill snakes, and other than that, I just didn't. You could crouch mm. underneath those spikes that came out the walls as well. There's also some secret rooms where you could crawl through, like um, in the first, the the water temple, There are you'll see uh, water coming out of a sluice, and you can kind of just crawl on in there and get us uh, no. speaking of secret things did when you get effort did you find the race course i ra- accidentally found a race course where you go in and you have to bomb him around the track five times <laughs> using his, his did, did anyone see this at all i knew it was there but i didn't see it this time okay yeah it was the most frustrating thing ever again because of clipping on <laughs> tiny wee stones coming out and bits of brick i managed to finish it in one minute 50 something which got me a bit of cheese and if you did it in under one minute and nine seconds i read you got unlimited fire arrows so it was probably worth it to try and practice but it was so frustrating i didn't have the time Mm. to spend three days doing it um out of of curiosity guys what did you guys think about the animation of this game right because because 
the whole time I'm playing it, it's striking something, and I can't quite put my finger on it. And you know, just I was about ready to quit. Is it just me, or does this game look like an Asterisk and Obelisk game? Like, there's something chunky about the animation. I'm not sure, to be honest. I think there's, you know, they they do feel like they're, they're much bigger sprites than usual. Um, like, I mean, I, there's something about the animation style. I love, first of all, let me get this out of the way. I love the monster design. The monster mm. design, especially on the bosses, really cool. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I really liked all the bosses I hit. Like, the um the big turtle-looking thing that has the, the xenomorph thing come out. Really like that. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's something about the animation style that I just didn't like. I thought that turtle was a snake. I, well, they're both kind of close. One okay. starts with an S, one starts with a T, so they're close. Fair enough. I, Apart I, from that, they're the same animal. I really like the animation. <laughs> Maybe it was just me. Okay. Um, I, it was one of the, the points I like the most about it. It's a, it's a very colourful game, and... Um, it kind of reminded yeah. me, I, I can't tell if it's just because the style of it and the same sort of theme or if it's a similar sort of animation style, but it reminded me of the original Prince of Persia game. <laughs> Obviously similar theme. I was going to say, the guy's name is Ali. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, like the battle system, I didn't so much get Legend of Zelda. I got a lot of Secret of Mana off oh, of the true, battle true. system, I, especially I with the... the... In terms of the graphics, it felt like a, a bit of an evolution on Secret of Mana. Yeah, and, uh, uh, or what, like what was it. the second one? Is it Evermore, where you have those kind of magical spells that you can do with the summons? It's one or the other. I can't remember. I thought I was having a stroke when I started playing this game. This is not related to the animation, by the way. Can I, can I tell you this now? <laughs> so I thought I was having a stroke. I was playing it on my Wii U on the gamepad, and I thought my brain was going a bit mad when I was inside the castle running towards the king. I thought something was happening with my ears. And it turns out through, I suppose, testing and switching it off and switching it on again, that the stereo sound on this is so weirdly mixed. Did anyone notice if you stand to the left of a waterfall, you get 100% of the sound from the waterfall out the right channel? And if you stand to the right, you get it out the left and so on. And it's really oh. pronounced on the Wii U gamepad. So I, the sound was basically messing with my brain. You know, <laughs> you know what? That that actually ties in. Like I, I rebought the Sonic Genesis collection for the PS3 just because you know mm-hmm. trophies, and I prefer that D-pad. And I actually I started playing it on that, and I actually had to turn it off because there was a lot of really weird stuff going on with the sound. Yeah. And so then I ended up just emulating it on the Wii, and it seemed to be a little better. It's only got three sentences. It's a hundred percent left, a hundred percent right, or mixed through the middle. If you're standing in the oh. middle of the waterfall, same with boss noises, enemy noises. It comes from the right or the left. Okay, and that that really tripped me up. Another thing that tripped me up was if you're running left, your health bar moves to the the, the right. Yeah. And if you're running right, it moves to the left. And a few times I was looking at the enemy's health bar, thinking it was my own. Yeah, like, oh, yes. a couple times. I'm killing him. Crap, I'm, I'm dead. killing him, and then I drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just to stay on the, uh, the the small issues of the game. Did, what platform did you play on, Luke? Uh, yeah, I had it on the Wii as well. I didn't have any of those sound problems, which is a bit odd. I, I wonder, sure. Mike, did you? Because I wonder if it's North I, America. I played um, for for once. I decided that I'd actually pick up the Beyond the Oasis version to see whether there's any kind of. Uh, speed advantages of being a you know an NTSC 
copy of the game. Yeah. Um, but I, I played it through the uh, Kega Fusion emulator on the PC. And the, the thing that caught me off guard about it was that I do actually like the music to the game. Oh, really? There was a real... Um, there was a, I, I'm not 100% how, how to say why it was, but it just felt like there was a, an odd mix in it. I thought it was down to possibly the emulator itself, but it felt like there was only... You know, like maybe two or three different channels pushing the music out at me. And I was thinking, I remember this sounding a lot better on a real Genesis or mm. Mega Drive back in the day. Uh, I, I, I sure, absolutely I hated the music in this. It was kind of oh. awful for me. But I, I, I personally am not a fan of Yuzo Koshiro. So that just might be personal taste. Did you know that it was his sister that did the artwork and character design and his mum did the game programming? Oh, cool. oh yeah, they are a small little company, aren't they? Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, props to his sister then. She did a good job. Mm-hmm. I I liked the music. Um, it didn't have any of the standard hits like Streets of Rage had. I find it got a bit repetitive. The music, especially there's a lot of backtracking in this game. Um, you know, run, run, do this quest, run back to your dad, get a new quest, and the music for the area that you do the majority of the running is exactly the same. And every time you go to a new screen, you get the like the the horns coming through again and starting the track again, I found that a little bit irritating. Yeah. And I did I did end up muting the TV quite quite quickly into the into the play, so it's maybe why I didn't get any of the sound problems. But I, I, I think mute, we'll solve that. Yeah, <laughs> I think the sound effects were really good. Like I, I I think there was a good you know it felt good when you were hitting people uh, or it sounded good anyway. Yeah, nice and chunky. Yeah. I, I, I didn't bring up that sound thing as a distinct problem in the game. I don't think it was broken. I think it was just designed that way. And it was because of the way I was playing it, I ended up feeling queasy with it. I think there is surely a, a background to this, though, that as much as I remember it being a, a great game back in the day, there's, there are a lot of inconsistencies with the game across across all different things, to be honest. And I think that's probably going to be a, a sticking point to it when we, uh, when we summarise it soon. Uh, yeah, uh, we've been we've been quite negative here. Uh, I I I I don't think let it me, deserves. Let me give a positive. Let okay, me give a positive. Perfect. It's better than California games. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, th- there are a lot of positives here. Like we said, the monster design is fantastic. I mean, just designs that you don't see, like the skeletons, even just the run-of-the-mill enemies. I, I really like just the way they look, the way they. Although I think a couple of them have the A. Wilhelm scream. I'm not sure, but I think so. <laughs> but there are a lot of positives to this. Uh, I, reading on the internet, a lot of people were like, this is the link to the past for the Genesis. And I don't know how you gentlemen feel about it, but having recently played it, no, no, it's not. However, I will say this is the secret of mana for the Genesis. And it holds its own fairly well. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think I had a bad time with this game. I, I, I there's a lot that I liked about it. Uh, there's a few things that it, it's quite long and that's maybe why I didn't get as far as I wanted, but there was a bit um, in the game where your, uh, your dad's kingdom has been attacked and you're, you're asked to go figure out what it is. And uh, it turned it into a bit of a stealth mission where you've got to get on a boat. And um, this is like your first experience with the holder of the silver bracelet, which is the, which I think is the counter to the one that Ali wears. And uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed that bit. I thought it looked quite good. And I think had I played this when it came out and known about it, I think I would have given it a lot more time. But I don't want to get into the summary bit, so I'll maybe stop right here. 
is there any bits you guys liked with um, like maps and stuff? Um, I I thought that the only, my only issue was the backtracking a wee bit. There's no real. It's not yeah. like you've got a central hub and you jet off to different areas. It's all just seems a bit too merged and knitted into each other. Which, in terms of like going from the cave temple to the wall back to the volcano temple, it's quite compact, which is nice. It's an it's a nice thing, but it just felt a wee bit jumbled up at times. Anyway, yeah, uh, the the area, the map itself was was okay. I think it was the down point for me. I ended up running across as I said, running across the map, running across the overworld to get to the next dungeon and not even really bothering with the enemies on top. I was just like, nah. Dungeons were alright. The They weren't too convoluted. No, yeah, no. they were nice, nicely simple yeah. as a change they of were. pace. Although, I've got to say, after the very recent Ocarina experience, when you see that the first temple you're hitting is the water temple, <laughs> like, no, no, not again, <laughs> no. But thankfully, it didn't. It wasn't quite the same thing, so that was that was lucky. I thought the dungeon design was great. The enemies were great. The even the big the big night guy with the mace, the really annoying mace. That if you tried to jump. Attack on oh, yeah. hit it with the fate with your face. There's not <laughs> damn got to do something different here. I thought it was spot on. And the bosses the bosses were on point. If I had known about yeah. this back in the day, I would have been all over it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go and finish it. It's it's again one of the few retro rewind games where I've thought, I want to keep on playing this. Yeah, it. it's short length is definitely a bonus. Mm-hmm. Well this is it. Luke, you said it was long. I think we're about halfway through it, Dave. And I think yeah, I I think so. Three or four hours. Is this long for a Mega Drive game? It, it all that depends. I did a how long to beat um, website check, and I I think it said it was going to be about eight hours. So I, I okay. haven't had that time this weekend, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Compared to Fantasy Star, this is this is a blink of an eye. Yeah. But like, you know, I mean, yeah, there are shorter games and there are longer games. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think this is long enough to where you have some of the problems where it starts to sag in the middle. Yeah. Matter of fact, I don't even think you notice a middle. It's just once you, oh, I'm at the end. All right, let's do this. <laughs> you know, uh, going back a, a second, I I don't mind the interconnected world so much. I'd much rather have it that close together mm-hmm. than to maybe go down four or five new long hallways that I've never been down, but they're just really long hallways for the sake of being long. So it kind of fosters that feeling of travel. I'd rather have the very close knit. I'll run back and forth. Feel. Mm. I uh, I quite like the map. There, there's something that it can be a bit off putting when you're starting an RPG like this and you're told to find an area, uh, and you're like, oh god, I've got to go left. I've got to go right. I've north, south. Where where am I going? The map in the menu give you a good uh, pointer in the right direction. Yeah, it's definitely a no Zelda map. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the map here. Oh yeah, it's been funny to be uh to be a bit downbeat on this game because I I mean back in the day the the reason I came back to this game was the the over, overwhelming amount of positives about it. I mean, running through this game, doing the the correct line through, you know, it it is a lot of fun. If you, if every attack's hitting the enemy, if you're running along at breakneck speed, running past someone, slashing into someone, running past all this great crazy just colourful stuff, and and getting the music right. I mean, like. That's such an irritation that you know the music's on and off all the way constantly. That you know, I had to stop for a second on one screen just to cap capture a bit, which was like, oh yeah, I remember this song. This is quite good. It, 
Otherwise, it's getting cut off after 15 seconds every single time. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this, it, it's a game that you really need to slow down and relax with, but also feel comfortable with quickly to get the most out of, which is a, it's quite an ass, to be honest. But, um, you know, the positives are definitely there. And if, you know, if you, if you look at its uh, prequel, I think it's actually... Uh, I mean, the, the yeah, next thing along is actually a prequel, the, uh, the Legend of Oasis. Um, that, that game pushes the graphics way beyond so you might actually get confused into thinking they're both the same game beyond the oasis oh that was gonna be mine Luke. <laughs> you stole it but there's there's a lot to take there's a lot to take from this in fact i remember the sequel actually got a lot of a lot of flack for not doing as much as this original one which sounds crazy looking at it now but you know there there is a lot to like about it if you're if you're willing to delve in and, and yeah those bosses there are they might be a bit a bit fiddly with hitting sometimes but they they definitely look amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I, I guess to summarize my end, this is a game that plays better the second time you play it. Like if you were to take your time, work your way through it, all the way through, you finish the game, you come back to it two, three months later, and you still remember where you go, what you gotta do, how to do it, it feels better the second time through. Because by that time you've learned, you know, how to fight certain enemies. I think I'll have a lot more enjoyable time when I come back to this than I do at a first glance. I w- would I recommend it? Yeah, you know what? I-, I think I would only because this is Genesis trying to stand up to the big boys and not doing a bad job at it. They did, or sorry, Sega, not Genesis. They did a pretty good job of creating a good adventure game without stealing too much from everything else. It's definitely unique. I'll give it that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I did enjoy this game and unfortunately I've not been able to give it as much time as I would have liked to I I was pleasant pleasantly surprised in how good it looks when I saw this was a Genesis game and then started playing it. I was like, whoa, this is this is great. How have I not heard about this game? You know, being a, a Mega Drive owner when I was a child and that was my only console. Um I'm kinda gutted I didn't play this when it came out. I had a really good time like with the combat. Um the weapon thing obviously was a little bit annoying for me and I found that I ran out of consumables quite a lot and um, it became a bit of a struggle to keep my health up and then there was a couple puzzles in it that I just thought, I really can't be bothered with this, roll the block over here. That's maybe just part of that age of gaming that hasn't aged well. But for a Mega Drive RPG, I'm pleasantly surprised with how good it is and I would recommend anybody that hasn't played it to check it out. If you're a Sega fanboy, then it's a must and... It is a game I'd like to I'd like to finish just to say I have. So thanks, Mike. That's okay. Craigus? Okay, yeah. My summary kinda of echoes Dave and Luke, I suppose. I was pleasantly surprised by the look of it. The gameplay, the music, the sound, everything kinda of just slotted together. I was a bit down earlier about the overworld and I think it was a bit unfair because I really did love the game in general. I loved the dungeon design. I loved the bosses. I would thoroughly recommend anyone play it. I get, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Luke. I've got absolutely no idea. Mum, Dad, why didn't you buy me this game? Or Santa, <laughs> why didn't you get me this for Christmas, Santa? They didn't love you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's fine. But anyway, yeah, I I am utterly, utterly surprised at how good it is, and that I feel bad saying that, but I, it's true. I just I thought it was great. So uh, for for a final mini summarization, I'm just going to say that 
yeah, I'd, I'd recommend people try it. Um, it's it's a game that I I really held in high regard as a youngin. I don't really think it held up as well as I I thought it would in in retrospect now. Um, but hey, well, not many do to be honest. So uh, yeah, I'd say I'd say seek I'd say seek it out. Maybe maybe try the Sega Saturn version of the game um, if you have no experience of the first one. Because let's face it, the story's not not too 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 significant to to the importance of enjoying this game. So that wraps up uh, the story four Beyond Oasis. And um, it's going to be Craig now. Oh, gosh. Okay, so my pick, you will be unsurprised to hear, is a LucasArts game. But don't worry, <laughs> Zombies it's zombies Ate My Neighbours. And I probably would recommend playing it on the SNES as opposed to the, the Genesis, as I hear it's better. Sounds good to me. That's good, because I've never played it on the SNES before. Yeah, I've never played it. <laughs> anyway, um, of course, you can buy all our merchandise over at the store. You can buy a new winter wear, a kitchen mix, special uh, a cat hat for your cat in the summer. Make your cat fashionable with cat space. Of course. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank, thank you for joining me this week, guys. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure yep. as always. Mate, thanks and, uh, for the pick. It's been a blast. Yeah. No, it has been a good game. Well done. No problem. Well, I look forward to zombie at your neighbours next time. So the next episode we'll be bringing to you will be a coverage of the whole Paragon Renegade kind of element to predominantly RPGs. Um, but until next time, we'll see you then. Bye. See you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you.